Savage, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the X-Rated Experience Podcast bonus episode. Rated Experience Podcast, The Move. <laughs> I know, right? We're moving. We're moving GG Studios to another studio. And while we're in that studio, the like the studio on my compound should be underway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, tell me, man, by land, by land, because you never know when you won't be chilling in the house and the whole roof. Collapse for no fucking reason at all. No snow, no rain, nothing, nothing. I think a bird shitted on it and it just said, Kapoof. that's how weak the roof was. I'm gonna sue somebody's ass. <laughs> I'm gonna sue somebody's ass. Oh man, but it is me, your savage god. I am the wonder why your son don't need a gun to get respect upon the street. Under the sun, the bastard son will pop the clock to feed himself and and it's just me by myself today because Sam and Savage Chris and Sam's girlfriend and that homeless dude that be down by the fries, they all went to brunch. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we're going to drink. We're going to turn up. See, I don't do that anymore. Like, I, I mean, I love weed, but uh, yeah, I don't drink and I don't do drugs anymore. So I, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to. Sit there and watch all of you get drunk. And, you know, this that's temptation. I'm not doing that. So, I'm here moving and packing, which they should be doing. But I'm here packing up uh, GG Studios. We're moving on to GG Studios 2. And then, when we get to the actual set in stone, my studio, not paying rent to nobody fucking else, then we will call that the... Omni, GG Omni. <laughs> but you know, I just wanted to just, 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 just open up. You know, just have a little discussion here to all my crazy, savage freaks and geeks, nerds and turds out there. I hope all of you guys are doing well. I really do. I really, really do. And that's not me just being funny. <laughs> I really do. Because, man, what? 
a whirlwind. My life has been just going over and under and up and in you, and like it's just it's just crazy. I can, if I start now, we won't finish until like seven a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> so, so I I don't want to get into all of it. It's just, just, just. I'm gonna say this: know who you are. Okay, the oh, I, I I get it. The older we get, the more you know we have to get older to keep knowing and whatever the case may be, like who we are, what we like, what we don't like. You know what I'm saying? What makes us sneeze? Shit like that. But uh, if you are struggling with where you are in life, and you either want something better or feel like you went backwards or whatever, wherever you're at in your life and your mindset. Uh, and it's nothing wrong with having those feelings. It's just a certain wave of feelings is like, I right, put it like this. It's, it's the equivalent of a college senior dating a senior in high school. We literally have nothing really, you know, to, to talk about. Like, it's, it's kind of like that. Um, if you are mentally, and this is mentally, I don't give a fuck where you are financially, you still can be a piece of shit, prick, immature, dick. So, if you are going through just, if you are going through, it's kind of like a midlife crisis, only it's not, you're young, uh if you're trying to fit in or if you're letting the flock around you influence who you are and you're like supposed to be uh, mentally more advanced in that area, like you are not going to see a 13 year old boy just piss on himself for no reason like you know what I'm saying like it's it's kind of like just, just if you need the time out to take heat of who you are and find out uh what you love and what you love about yourself and all that other extra guff then hey take the time take that time out you know what i'm saying just do what you gotta do um no matter what it is if that's traveling fucking uh drugs whatever it is that you want to do to find out and get your clarity do it don't like commit so don't ever commit suicide don't that like don't make a permanent decision for a temporary problem so don't do that uh but everything else man it's fair game and uh when i gave uh this wisdom talk uh not too long ago i shut it the fuck down because i had something to say i wanted my listeners and supporters to hear what i have to say and on this uh wisdom uh talk here it got serious it got open and inside and i want to share that with you and uh yeah enjoy the rest of this bonus i have to really fucking start packing so what's that hospital okay all right so with no further ado my savage ladies and gentlemen here is that uh wisdom talk Yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> hello, 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 my savage ladies and gentlemen. On this beautiful uh, 
Wednesday. Yes, yes, it's Wednesday on this beautiful Wednesday. I am your savage god here, just shooting the shit. You might as well say, but you know, things been on my mind, and it's been uh kind of like the three things you say in the title: self love, accepting who you are, and dealing with your FOMO. I'm gonna edit that. I'm gonna edit that. Oh man. Dealing with your FOMO. That's sorry about that typo there. All right. <laughs> now that that's fixed. All right, where was I? Ah yeah. Self love, accepting who you are, and dealing with your FOMO. Uh for those who don't know what FOMO is, FOMO is a fear of missing out. Now a lot of this this is one of the reasons I don't date uh women under twenty five <laughs> um because we all know our twenties and some of our early thirties <laughs> that is pretty much the infancy of a good, and we need to really understand that uh because i i I meet so many people from all over the world and uh some of the people I meet when you know, uh, they feel like when they mess up in their twenties, like it's the end all be all, but it's the older you get, the more, uh, you realize that the, it, it's, it's not like, it's literally now you fuck up in your twenties, trust and believe you can bounce back by your mid to late thirties. Case in point, if you mess up your credit in your twenties, calm down, breathe. It's okay. You know why? Because for some reason, this system gives you a reset button uh, past seven years, and it's like you're new again to the game. That's how my credit score has risen <laughs> to the top uh, there because, man, I was at 396 uh, throughout my late 20s, early 30s. And then, uh, I don't know, somewhere, somehow, that reset button got hit with my life in the system. And, yeah, I am sitting good now. I'm not great. Uh, great. Actually, you know, I'm not great. I'm not like in the sevens to eights or those. Like, I am not that. But I am good enough to, you know, get a Discover card. <laughs> um, no, and no, but I, I'm just playing around. But um, yeah, but it's it's. But no, you're you're in your twenties. You you messed up. So what? Just guess what? You can. Reset. It's going. Your life is going to reset you as you guide into your older age. So uh, that is like just breathe. Don't let your anxiety take over and, and hurt you by thinking you hurt yourself to a point where you will not be able to bounce back to whatever standards you feel like society wants you at. I could have cared less. Like this whole thing was a surprise to me. I didn't even know. Uh, as much as I know now about uh, pretty much stocks, bonds, buying homes, uh, dividends, I, I didn't, I didn't know this much. And it's fun. It's yo, I might have been, I might have been a mischievous kid. It's I, I, I hate to say it. I hate that like I grew up, but <laughs> because I got bills and stuff. But I love the fact that I am learning still. I, I'm learning these things, and I'm not. I'm not too old to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And it's just this dope. But 
Um, I bring up all of that because, like I said, some people I have I've met has a they just have this fear, like especially for those of us. See, I grew up uh, like popular, like <laughs> popular um, in high school. Didn't mean to, didn't know that was a thing. Didn't really care. It just happened. But you know, I was and, and most likely I played football. That's why. But I. I don't know. I, so certain things happen that I see and I got to be a part of that now in my older age at 37, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm cool with being a homebody. I am cool with like, why would I want to go to a club? Like <laughs> for, for me to like, no, it's, it's too cramped, too many people, drinks get spilled on you. It's just for what I'll go to a bar and lot. Like I still, go out i just do it more grown and sexy now like i don't i don't go to a, a, a club for it unless i own it or i have some type of stock in there or if i have like uh, somebody i know that's performing at this club i am not there like it's just it is what it is i am cool with chilling at a, a lounge a bar or even just staying at home because guess what fridays used to be uh game time for me um once upon a time but then when i started realizing hey i am tired all week from work on friday i'll go out definitely on saturday but i'm gonna i'm gonna take a nap i'm gonna relax i'm gonna netflix and chill with myself (laughs) and so and that's one of the things i i grew accustomed to not because i just felt like it was time for changes because it naturally happened um I remember, like I said, and the fear of missing out is, man, that's something big. Because I remember when I, this was my, uh, the end of, no, the end of my 10th grade. (laughs) So funny, it's cute now that I think about it. It was the end of my 10th grade year. And I'm like, I'm riding this wave. I just, like, I felt like, oh, man, this is cool to be popular. I'm riding this wave. And this is when I should have known that I had anxiety. I should have known then that I had anxiety, but I didn't know what to call it. I, I come from a different household. I didn't, yeah, mental, uh, mental health wasn't discussed a lot in my household. So, uh, so next thing you know, had a great, like I said, had a great 10th grade year. Uh, summer came, the end of about, yeah, about the end of summer, the, it was the last day of school. I'm not sure which day it was, but I got home. Like in my, in my teenage mind, I, I, this is when anxiety, as soon as I stepped through the door of my of my home, right in the living room, thank goodness nobody was home. Well, thank goodness and not because maybe somebody would have saw that and, you know, something could have been done earlier, but nobody was home at the time. So next time, uh, just, uh, something just hit me like, it was like, it was, I'm not, <laughs> it was like voices in my head. I know it was nothing but anxiety, but it was the voices in my head uh, saying like, Oh, you're going to lose all your friends. Everybody's going to forget about you by next. Like, you know, the doubts, the insecurities, it, it, it just, that monster jumped on my back and I, I couldn't breathe. I, I literally got to one knee before I could take a breath again. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what happened. Uh, do I, like I said, I wish I would have explored it more or not even explored the feeling, but, uh, learned, like went to the library, something, something. Um, then, but, and that's, and that is like the worst, and then, right then and then, that was the worst case of FOMO, I, I'm thinking I'm missing something, I was like, am I going to lose my girlfriend, like, it was so much, I was thinking about, and 
and the only reason I remember everything is because that was my first anxiety attack. Didn't know what it was. That was my first one. And <laughs> like I said, my teenage mind, all those things were just, just, I put them up on a, on such a high pedestal. Um, like, because it was, like I said, it was surreal, um, to me at that time. And, you know, my ninth grade year, I was a little fat tubby boy. So, you know, to get into my 10th grade year and be, I don't know, puberty just said, hey, it's me. And I shot up. <laughs> I got tall and skinny and stopped playing football and things changed for me. Um, but, I always felt like I was missing or uh, another case in point, like if my friends, they, they, they went out to the bar without me or whatever the case may have been. Like it's, you know, those nights where you link up, Hey, what you doing, man? You know, you try to link up and like your friends, either they're on a date or they just broke that, <laughs> that weekend, especially in college. You, you're always broke. Um, <laughs> you're always broke. But, uh, it, and so I, I'm like they could they I like I know for a fact luckily because social media uh, just started um I think colleges just started letting everybody uh Zuckerberg started letting everybody on Facebook not just college students um so um it was like luckily like I said I would you can go to their page and I can see what they're doing and so and yeah they were actually out on dates and on double like you know not together because that's that's a cardinal like you can't do that together like. I can find a chick, <laughs> like, but with other, uh, like their girlfriends, friends. So, it, so, but my anxiety had me just crippled thinking that, oh man, they don't like, they just going to dodge. I think that's like, and, and so that, that like, I don't, I'm, I'm honestly trying to sit here, uh, with, with as much confidence as I have now. Uh, and it's funny because people blame me for being like this my whole life. I was like, which, but you guys don't know this. That was just a mask. I was a scared little boy behind those eyes. Now, uh, as my growth and my progress in life has changed, it's just, no, I really am who I am, who I say I am. I, I wear my skin on my skin. <laughs> like, it's, it's, and that's where the self-love comes in at because, uh, like, it's, for some, like, again, and for somebody who was as popular as me, who got attention as I did, you would think I would be the most cockiest prick in the world. When I tell you I am I'm I'm I grew to be this humble. Uh like even a compliment now makes it's weird. It makes me either blush or just, you know, get quiet because it, it took me a long time to be comfortable with me. Uh and it, it comes from weight fluctuating up and down to uh I, honestly i don't think i have uh like a body dysmorphia thing uh i had but i when i was a bigger guy i hated looking at myself in the mirror i hated oh if i wasn't looking at myself if i wasn't not looking at myself in the mirror i was just slapping my stomach like go away it was weird but uh but that's and but that's my mindset that's where i was because you know, it, especially when you become one thing, like you're popular, do, 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 do. But then next thing you know, you're a big, you're a big guy. Like I know what both sides is like. I've been the big tubby guy that no, like, you know, nobody paid attention to. And I've been that popular hot guy. So it's, it's, and like, it's, 
So I got, I'm glad it sucked. Oh my God, it sucked. The growing pain sucked. But I am glad that I got to balance, walk on, you know, balance myself out for the simple fact. I, now it's, it's, I've seen so many and I'm guilty myself, try to impress others uh, without thinking about myself. And um, it, it, it could drive, especially if you, uh, if you have uh, like certain mental health diagnosis like myself, that can drive you crazy. And not, not caring. So if you, I don't know, I was, I was raised in a different time, different generation where you, you know, you had to be tough as nails. <laughs> you had to be, and it was, and it was wrong as a man for me to feel any way other than tough rugged hard and you know and a lot of people don't like i always say a lot of this generation don't understand uh, as a man you you you're you're embedded not oh, a man shouldn't do this a boy shouldn't do that a girl should do like from the colors you like to <laughs> to just every like Nah, you men walk like this. Men talk like, yep. It's so you're just automatically out of the womb, just indoctrinated to like <laughs> to, to a system that, yes, while we're finding out now is toxic or, and has its flaws and X Y Z, um, we are still just kind of stuck in it, like, and it's pretty much a. Hey, I don't know. I, I honestly, how the generations before us didn't, well, I ain't gonna say that, but some of the generations before us say, oh, I have no hope for the next generation. I actually have hope for the next generation, not just because my kids are a part of the next generation, but because if it doesn't, if, if things are starting now to actually be correct, if wrongs are starting to be uh, right now, then by the time they get there, they will have the mindset to be all inclusive, to know how to respect others' boundaries and how they should respect yours. And it's just so much. And and it's not just a girl or boy thing. It's no. Like, I have both. I'm going to make sure that, hey, the world is one big art, like one big canvas. You're the paintbrush kid paint your life away like let's see where you go with it i hope it's a massive piece in your eyes like i'm going to support of course um and it's i i i see that and i want that to be beautiful i want to be that old guy on the porch about like yeah i'm probably complaining about somebody's music being too loud but i am seeing any and every kind of couple uh any and every fucking uh any and every sexuality any and everything any and everybody together happiness i like the, the like it's uh i see it i i'm not about to touch on you know the drug side of things i don't know like these people invented fucking fentanyl i don't know this is horrible that's horrible i like i just lost uh uh, ex love, uh, ex savage soulmate to 
that and man that i don't i don't i don't know um but but that i just thinking about it now and when i'm talking about self-love that ex that ex savage soulmate that i had and she was my twin flame i without it started with her uh me starting to love myself for who i am and actually love myself for who i am started with her because uh we were actually uh broken up at that time but it's it's i i became uh pretty much a prick i became an asshole i became a douche i had i kept buying cars. it was a lot going on at that time um that i i'm still touching on with my therapist but uh but i wasn't in the right mind space and i me and her we always said to each other that hey no matter where we are no matter who we're with if we need each other we will be there and it's like we didn't have to make a phone call for some reason the universe just we just happened to be in the same place at the same time and we were it was so weird how that kept happening but and this is one of those times um <clears throat> so she uh like we run together and uh she i forgot i think we ran into each other like a big sean concert i don't know what happened but uh uh, she, we ran into each other on the outside. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and she, and we gave each other, we embraced, and uh, I, I, I had on some millionaire. I don't know if it was the cost or whatever. I don't believe in brands anymore, but I had on something. I had on something named brand. Um, and she said, "Look at you, you." <laughs> and I was like, "She didn't say look at you like, oh my god, she's so impressed." It was more of a look at you. Why are you wearing this Halloween costume? in december like it she saw right through the bullshit the 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 75 to 150 dollar bottle of cologne on it was just a lot and she called me out right then and there she dressed me down like nobody's business well and she was absolutely right she said well, that's 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 not you that's you wearing this that like that's not you that's weird and she just looked at me like i had a booger the whole time me and, like we we embraced like it was i don't know and and it, and it had me think like if and and when i say that girl no matter what i did she supported me she was the best and to hear her say that woke me up like it, it was it not only did it wake me up it was like a domino effect of misfortunes um i blew all my money i crashed my car it was a lot uh uh pretty much i uh yeah went rock bottom <laughs> rock bottom but you know the funny thing about rock bottom is hey sometimes you look down you only standing on a trap door and that's what kept happening to me um uh, it it was just uh i just I got busted for drugs. Uh, it was a lot, a lot going on at that time, and it started with her. Uh, so I don't know. And so after that, I after all of the the phony friends and the uh, the the parties, 
the girls. Like it was it was time for it was time for a change. I got tired of making others millionaires. I got tired of going to the mall and buying and this is I had yeah, I don't my like I had didn't have my uh this is before I had my uh, daughters. Um so I no kids, disposable income. But then I had a daughter and this and this is right after my oldest daughter actually. Um she it was, so she just made me see that dude, you're in your bubble and you're not happy. It was just by a look. Um so uh, I after then after losing everything I had to go on. I always for some reason if something like traumatic happens or a, a, a life defining moment happens in my life, I like to seclude myself in the healthiest way. It used to be I used to seclude myself in a room and just do drugs all day, but uh, now I seclude myself in the healthiest way. And that way is pretty much I, I've gone to monasteries. I've spent two, three weeks in Sedona. Um, I, I'm talking about I go on a spiritual pilgrimage. Uh, I know where I went wrong. What could I have done better? How I'm going to grow past it, no matter what it is, or you know, or how to embrace it. Uh, so, and that's what I did. Um, only, <laughs> only thing is, like I said, I wasn't mean now, so I didn't do that then. I, uh, uh, I think I went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta and got lost with a chick for like months, um, two months actually. Um, and yeah, and, and bless her heart too. She was the best. Um, but I, I. Uh, just was learning about how to say nice things to yourself, uh, how to care for yourself, like how, like how to not depend on the validation of others, and just just know, like at the end of the day, I've said it once, I'm gonna say it a million times. No one on this earth is gonna love you like you can love yourself and how you're supposed to be loved point like it is nothing wrong with going to the movies or sitting at a restaurant by yourself don't let anyone ever tell you that like it's that will give you such a peace of mind and that way and i i hope that you know it's like get it done early don't figure out who you are like in your 30s and you still like 30s or early 40s and you're still doing stuff from that you should have did at like 19 like that's <laughs> like that is the, the wow this, this is what i don't like midlife crisis doesn't come from this but this is pretty much a nugget of a midlife is like if you you know had to be you know if you was always in the house before the lights came on and you had strict parents you're not you haven't experience certain things so some things some temptations or some things they told you no when you become an adult you just go just go ham just poof overindulge and <clears throat> it's never good it's it's never a good you're for i'm gonna say i'm gonna take that back 
your first when you first buzz out that door running to your freedom you trip you're going to trip and hit your face trust and believe in some ways you're either going to get too drunk and puke everywhere <laughs> you're going to get your heart broken because you didn't see signs that you should have saw in the beginning uh a number of misfortunes uh comes your way during that first fall and, and depending on how strong you are mentally and spiritually it that's your recovery rate for when it's time for you to come back um and that's where your recovery rate start building because you gotta <laughs> life is just awesome in that way trust me you have a a lot more falls to go but it's not it's just pick yourself up dust yourself off say that's all you got bitch and keep on going that's all you can do period that's all you do um and that strength like we all doubt ourselves no matter what it is in life we all doubt ourselves even the best of the best doubt themselves do not let them fool you because trust and believe yes they do <laughs> they do um but that doubt always be a temporary feeling. You doubt yourself because we are only human. And anxiety, honestly, I'm, anxiety is within everybody. No matter how small, no matter how big, it's in everybody. So, you know, some of us deal with it differently than others um but no matter how like even when you make it to the top you still have that thought in the back of your head someone's going to push me off someone's going to try to take my spot someone's going to do a cat drawing better than me like <laughs> it's always that doubt but it always should be temporary because you turn on that lit switch when you go into beast mode in your career in beer pong in whatever is healthy and conducive to your life <laughs> uh that's going to move you forward when when that switch gets lit i mean when that switch when you flip that switch yeah tear use that anxiety as fuel as the negativity as people telling you you can't do that why would you do that? You're not smart enough to do that. You're not going to make it. They're never going to love you, Carrie. <laughs> like, it, you know, like all the negativity. You take that anxiety. You take that negativity. You just put that in your gas tank and you shut them up. Every last one of them. Now, I am a strong, strong believer in not swallowing humble pie. So if you tell me I can't do it and I show you I can, I'm going to shove that I can down your throat and you're never going to not hear about it. I'm just going to send you Christmas cards every year with my face saying, hey, remember I did it and just smiling. So it's one of those things where just you have to pretty much just use it like it, it, it doesn't. And some, like I said, some of us swallow humble pie better than others. Not this guy. Uh, <laughs> not this one. But if you do, or if you are humble in your victory, 
kudos to you. Kudos to you. Because, like I, I, I said this earlier, I love hard and I hate harder. And betrayal is unforgivable to me. So, betrayal, negativity, like all of that, like the disrespect, that is just, nah, that's not the, it's not going to fly with me. And it used to be a, a time where I would use violence as a way to let you know that it's, that's not going to fly with me. But since I have grown and since I have gotten to a certain point in my life, violence is just wasted energy that could be used to paint a masterpiece or build a treehouse in the back or I don't know, watch reruns of Home Improvement. I don't know. <laughs> like, my energy, it pretty much my energy could be used for any and everything else but negativity and violence. So, I take that energy of mine and I use it to apply self-love for myself. Having a bad day since, well, I was going to say since I don't drink anymore, I had two glasses <laughs> earlier, but you know, I needed it. Um, but since I stopped drinking, I usually would put my my energy into uh, learning something else, learning something new, learning the evilness of big corporations. Or so yes, I get into my <laughs> I get into my uh, I would I want to say hip hypocrisy. Uh, what is the word? I'm uh, uh, I forgot. It'll come to me. But um, it's it's I do anything else like I said I do something to advance my brain or meditate. Meditation is pretty much awesome. I can get lost in meditation any day of the week, but sometimes it takes me to scary places. But I learned that it's okay <clears throat> with that. So, but one of the things I realized when I started being myself and knowing who I was, uh, that I am one exceterant to have the shoulder of a full medicine cabinet, but I am just fun to be around. <laughs> like, And th these are the things that you learn. Like, I'm like, I, I am fun to be around. I, I, like, I, mean, I like making myself laugh. So now when people see me talking to myself, I say, hey, if you see me talking to myself, don't worry, I'm just having a staff meet. So it, it's like I, and it's no criticism. I people always say oh, I keep it real with myself. Yeah, that's whatever. But I actually love to keep it real with myself because I, whenever I want to, and this, and I need to hear it. Even if I'm in a relationship, even if I'm in a relationship, my partner can tell me, "Hey, it's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it." I need to hear myself say it. I need to hear myself. I need to feel that I feel these words. Because if I don't, that means, what, like, what does that mean? You know, like, if I, right now, I can't, I don't have the words because I am actually on a wave where I love myself. I am stronger than what I was. I am stronger than what I thought. Life like, even when it beats you down to that one knee, and trust me, it has, uh, but it's the strength thing. One of the 
another way that I felt uh, that I feel that I know it helps when it comes to you having it for like I said, uh, you know, comp like go into the mirror, compliment yourself. Like I don't care if you haven't. It's something, something you you do well or you've done. I don't care if it's stirring your coffee. <laughs> I don't look, look look nobody stares that coffee the way you stir your coffee. Remember that. We are not always going to get what we want instantly, automatically, or, or ever. Um, we're not always going to get that. But that doesn't mean that we don't have other things in our lives, life that is going good for us. They always say, uh, you think your day is bad till you meet the next person and you're like, oof, wow. That's, that's messed up. <laughs> like, but sometimes that's that's that saying is true. Like it's been times where I feel like I'm having a shitty day, and I go see my uh, my homie, and you know we sitting there, and he's just telling me these horrible things, horrible things that he has to deal with on a day to day, and I'm like, wow, like I'm, I feel like he lives like on like one life to live. Like I feel like his life is a soap opera. I'm like, this isn't true. This I was like, this can't be you have to be making some of this up. But no, no, it's it's crazy. It's one uh story he told me um because he was weary of um his his and his cousin. Um he was weary of them, you know, or whatever, and uh he hid <laughs> he hid under his <laughs> under his cousin's bed for the whole day not not the whole day because i don't know like how did you piss he's like he got out to go use the bathroom but he said every time like like as soon as he left the room he just running in his room and just like he i'm like wait so did anybody like hear you leave the house or anything? like did they see that you left like luckily he doesn't have a car so they can't tell off of that so that was his saving grace but yeah i said so did you find out anything he said no not yet i'm gonna do it again i said don't do it again I just say, don't do it again. Like, dude, if you didn't find nothing out the first time, I don't think anything's happening. Or learn his schedule so you're not just under the bed. <laughs> so, so you will know uh, when he's when he's home. Like, okay, sneak under the bed. You went under his bed and like he didn't come back for like hours. So, it, it, it's that's weird. Like, and so he and he like one time he literally he crawled around his own house <laughs> he crawled around his own house just to try to like catch them in the act so, no he did not he did not she was in the shower his bed like i'm like did you he's like i got a splinter <laughs> i'm like dude if um if you haven't caught them by now and you've done a lot of reconnaissance yeah i see so if you haven't caught them by now it's not going to happen it is not going to happen. You are not going to catch either. They're that good, or you're crazy. <laughs> either they're that good for you just not to catch them, or you're crazy. So, and the funniest part about it is like I'm like, dude, and you don't do drugs anymore. So this, I'm, I like, is this a lasting effect? I need to know <laughs> so I can get checked out because this is scaring me. <laughs> and but no, and uh, so that was fun um uh it, but i did go with him on one of his stakeouts and why because 
he promised me, I'm not even trying to be funny. He promised me that fast. And so, and it was funny. It's actually, this is how I got my rooster, Kunta. It's a black cop. Um, he, and this is a real story too. Um, uh, I, we were like, we drive, we wasn't, we were driving past the, and I'm in the desert. So I'm like, dude, I got to get service because I, I had to call. I don't know if I had to call the bank or whatever, but he's like, oh, so he drove to a spot. The spots happened to be by a farm and the roosters, uh, they were like just walking by. Like, I don't know. There's something about the roosters that just made me smile. So I walked over there. I said, Oh, look at the roosters. I said, you know, I, I honestly call them by the vernacular, but you know, I don't want people to think I'm trying to be funny. So, so I said, Oh, look at the roosters. So, but I said, Oh, that's a black cop. And so I went up to, uh, that black rooster and yeah. And then, the the, the farmers, the, the farmer's wife and the farmer, I don't, I cannot remember their names, but they were the nicest people. They gave me and my friend, they gave us both a, a, each a rooster. I was like, oh, this is so dope. So I named mine Kunta, uh, because he's black. Um, so, so, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I, and every time I see Kunta, because I keep it at his house, because, uh, I'm bringing, no chicken in my house. <laughs> so I get Popeyes either because I was like, I'm not about to do that. I just, like, I'm, <laughs> it's funny as I said out loud, but I actually thought this at the time. I said, hey, you don't got to give me Popeyes because I don't want to, like, eat chicken in front of him. Like, that's messed up. So I got McDonald's instead. So that was dope. <laughs> that was dope. Um, And it, it, and Kunta, he's still, he's still, he's still around. I am weary uh, of that. I'm, I probably need to move him in uh, with me because I feel like, you know, my friend keeps talking about uh, cockfights a lot, and I'm like, dude, I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I didn't like it for Vic, and I'm not going to like it for Kunta. So it's. it's I don't want to cockfight Kunta. I want to keep him cool. That's how you. I like in my brain. I'm like, if I was like given to uh somebody that you know quote like the you know the nice farmers they they like you know you guys will take care of it i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna fight Colton. like i would never ever do that like that's horrible so, so yeah so i'm gonna move in here i'm already looking at like see if i can make little uh rooster leashes so that's gonna be awesome it's gonna be me and Kunta versus the world so i don't and and i always wonder if you know pigs they can be emotional uh, animal, uh, pets for like you can actually get them their best. I wanted to have the same thing for roosters because something about Kunta, he makes me happy. I don't know if it's because like, I, and then I thought he was mad at me once because I'm like, wait, what's a rooster's job? It's to, you know, make sure the chickens are dropping their eggs, put eggs in them. I don't know how that works, but maybe that's what it's for. And I was like, oh no, is he deprived? So I drove over to the farm and I asked him and he started chuckling because I'm like, if, you know, I can bring him by and he can do his thing and I can take him in, you know, he do his thing. Like, but, or does he have to watch them and make sure everything's good? Like, I don't know how it works, but no, they said, don't worry about it. I actually be having these questions. Uh, I, I don't, it's not, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a camera on me or people around me. This is who I am. 300. And 65 days out of the year, is that correct? Yeah. It's 365 days out of the year. I wake up 
with this <laughs> with in my skin, I go to sleep in my skin. I am, and I love it. I love it. It might have took me a while to get here, but I. Somebody asked me, uh, "Is it like you like are, what, are am I okay with dying alone?" Hell yes, because I'm dying alone any damn way. Like I, just again, just because I have people around my bedside as I die doesn't mean you know I don't see their ass coming with me. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm going to die alone regardless. But like. Ugh. And yes, I know my kids is going to be around my bedside because it's already going to be put in my will. Whoever didn't show up ain't getting nothing. I just I and this is why I work hard to try to become a billionaire my way, not no one else's way, my way, because I want to have generational wealth and I want to have that that uh, <laughs> young and the restless ace of Buchanan type money. And I want I want to go ahead and have the power to say, hey, if you don't be here, you're not getting anything and yeah i wanted to hope be a whole thing like and that's one so i and like i am uh, i accepted that you know death can happen at any time i don't death does not have an age it can happen at any time to anybody so if i walk out of here today and you know something happens and i'm no longer around i am very very happy with my life i am very very happy with the way good bad and different it, everything turned out because the bad had to happen to teach me the good had to happen so i can appreciate things more it's gone <laughs> when it's gone um and the indifferent things needed to happen because hey that's when life is telling you hey it's time to learn a lesson um so it's it's not learning a lesson. I'm going to say it. learning a, a language, no matter if that's love language or a, a culture's language. Like it's, um, I look at if I now, if I thought, if I had this mindset now, uh, back then, I would be in a totally Totally, totally different uh, situation than my hindsight is what they call it. Um, but I'm cool with the way things turned out because I'm still young enough to enjoy it, enjoy uh, growing up, enjoy just being in my prime. At the end of the day, all of this goes away. The whole of it goes away. The looks, stamina. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's for everybody. Look at Jack Lane or like one of them old workout guys. Like some, like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's all. It's all on us. It's all on us. Our body is our vehicle through life. Maybe it's all on us. How that's just. This is why I say, stay safe, stay healthy, stay savage. You gotta stay safe because as much as the world can show you the beauty, it can show you the pain. So you gotta stay safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep the people you love safe. You gotta stay healthy because yeah, with the wildness that keeps happening as we're getting older, we're still we can still see it. We can still say, hey man, we live through that time. No matter how hectic it, it gets, no matter 
how, no matter how hard it is, no matter how fun it gets, it doesn't matter. We lived it. We lived it. I envy people who got to live through the hippie freedom years of the 60s. I envy them. Um, because to have that mind, that peace, love, and while everything is falling around, around, like all falling apart around you, you had Vietnam, civil rights tension, uh, just so much, so much fighting, death, killings, uh, everything. Just, you know what's funny? You can say the same thing now. Um, it's so sad. Uh, but, like, with all that going down around them, they are just trying to preach love. They're just trying peace. And they actually believed in their heart of hearts. Mankind would be better if everything Which is, they were absolutely right. And of course, you know, you got to make money. At the end of the day, you might want to go against the system, but you still live in the system. So, um, so you know, most of them became like pot farmers. <laughs> so it's, I don't know, it's 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 one of those things where to go to Woodstock to see Jimmy perform, like I would have been lost for a day. If I was a time traveler, that's one of my first stops. I want to go to Woodstock. I would see Jimmy. Then. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else. It's, uh, I don't like the, so, you know, I, I would rather not go too far back in the past because, you know, America's big shame. Um, <laughs> so let's, let, I'm just going to keep it at certain moments. Okay. I'll go out. Yes. I would travel back to 1968 in DC and I will see Dr. King. I honestly will. I will listen to that. I have a dream speech. I am the same little boy that they, I literally in elementary school, they made me go in my little suit from class to class to say that speech. Like I had to memorize it. Um, so that was fun. That was, that was fun. Um, I was in like fifth grade. I, I loved it. I love, I love learning the speech. I love learning what he did, I I loved it. You know, as you as you get as you become an adult, you realize the CIA is just poor. So many tapes. They like this man was married. Y'all have to just put all that out. Coretta was strong. So. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's it was fun. I I took pride in that. It's it's I. That's it. That's the only places I would visit. But I don't want to go back. Why would I go back to the dinosaurs? That I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I get the hell scared out of me because I see a T-Rex and like I just transport him right in his face. If I drop the button, then if I drop the button, then he gonna eat me. And I'm like, oh, the T-Rex got me. Like, like I died for doing something so stupid as to think I'm going back to prehistoric times. I don't want to do that. I'm not like or. Or like Pro Magnum Man, he see me, he's like, what the hell? And he just like hits me with whatever he's holding, because that can happen. That can happen. <laughs> like I think about these things, like pe like time travel isn't for like isn't for like 
dumb people. Like you got to actually have your wherewithal about you. So I don't. Yeah. So it's only two things I would do that and that. Oh, 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 I go back to the early 80s, too. And yep. Yep. I'm putting stock in on Apple. I said it. I did. I'm like, I'm just go up. <laughs> I'm <gonna> just <laughs> I'm gonna just uh, walk up to. Uh, oh, crap. I had a brain fart. What is that? Steve Jobs. There we go. I'm just going to walk up to Steve Jobs like, hey, Steve, I heard you needed some seed money for this whole crazy idea you have. Here's $10. <laughs> so we're going to make this $10 work, Steve. We got this. And I'm going to make sure he signs some type of document <laughs> that just says this is X amount of money I get if he succeeds. And uh, yeah, man, my $10 would have made me a billionaire uh, now. So that would have, that was, that, and that's it. That is only three places I would go in the past. No, okay. I would uh, go and see how my grandfather like met my grandmother. I would see that part. That's like, I would, I don't know. I always wondered how that happened. I like, I am one of those people that, uh, uh, I don't romance, I'm about to say romanticize, I don't romanticize about my grandparents, but I'm one of like, I would just, just, just have a story. Uh, probably like because they never my grandmother was the most secretive woman ever uh, i remember one time i saw a picture she was in in front of a whole bunch of like like bikers like they had whips and i was like <laughs> i said grandma what is this and she was like oh that's a long time ago i don't want to get into it and she she took the picture from me but um it, it's i wonder how they just met uh how they met how like how did my granddad let her know he was interested like, did he use a corny line? Or was it one of those, like, love at first sight type? I doubt it. My grandfather was just, he, horrible. He, loving, loving. He was, he just said anything. <laughs> so I doubt it. If it was love at first sight, I think he probably even had to try to work on it a little bit. <laughs> she probably made him tone it down. Um, but, you know, it's those are three places. And I don't know. I feel like, yeah, our ancestry has a lot to do do with self-love too um not a lot of us know where we come from uh know what our lineage is or like you know 22 and me can help but i had the uh pleasure um of i having both parents i don't say both in my life but <laughs> now they are yes yes stuck to me like the hip by the hip but you know you know things happen before you you know i was Let's just say things happen between them that now as a dad I understand, but you know. Um, so it was. It's like um, just I got to. I so I had people like my, my grandparents who uh, told me stories, uh, you know, and and kept me updated. This is why I miss actual picture book uh because now it's sad to say picture books are just going to be in our cell phones on our laptops that's but i remember growing up with picture books and uh my granddad's mom i it was when we was at her house i'll never forget we was in kentucky he was at her house she was i don't know in her 90s by this time no um but they was talking and she had a white picture book uh the table so i just 
picked it up and it was this picture it was my uh, great granddad blue <laughs> and because uh, I, I was like that's that's granddaddy blue because he had his little hat on and uh, i think he was in a band at the time uh i remember them all dressed up in and it was this gorgeous, beautiful young lady. See, back like in her time, you gotta say young ladies, cause you know they thought showing the ankle was provocative. So it was this beautiful young lady, and I she was I, when I say stunning, does not describe her well. It, it like she was in a white dress and she had one of those you know old people hats on that they wear to church now, I guess. Um, and I'm like, Grandma, I'm like, Grandma, who is this? She's like, oh, that's me. I said, no, it's not. <laughs> that was my great-grandmama, and she was drop-dead gorgeous. I said, what? And two things that did for me that day, and first thing is, I got a lineage of good-looking people in my family. And second thing is, my skin may get like that one day um at 98 if i live that long so i don't think i want to live to be 98 if you know the the outcome is like you and granddaddy like even like you know <laughs> granddaddy blue i'm not I, I would rather uh not be a great grandparent i'm okay with that <laughs> i don't want to get that old i have a fear of making it to my 90s i really and uh, well, just because I'm saying that I'm going to make it to my 90s. I have a fear of that. Here's my fear. I know I'm a, I'm a rock as a granddad. I'm going to rock. I'm going to be that granddad. Why did you take him out of school? We went to get McDonald's. Like, I'm, I'm, I wanted my grandchild to have something other than that mess. <laughs> so, so, like, I'm going to do things like that. I'm going to, like, be that granddad. You know, like, it's going to be dope. Like, whoever. I, I'm going to be that granddad that was so fun and loving that my great grandkids, even, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to a home. I refuse. I'm going to a, a retirement community. I've already got it picked out. I went over with my daughters. So I'm going to a retirement community and I, whatever great grandkid comes sees me, that's the one that's going to be my favorite. And we're going to go again while I have a little bit of time left. We're gonna, he was going to break me out because, you know, they have guards in front of the, the old people's community. So he's going to break me out and we're going to go probably to Dairy Queen. So, um, yeah, if there's still a Dairy Queen and if my old tummy will let me handle dairy products. It doesn't now, so I doubt then it would. But I look, I, but I honestly can, I can pass. I don't need to be a, a great grandparent. Granddad is nice. I'm cool with going out as granddad. I'm cool with that. Uh, I just, because one thing I do uh, regret uh, with my grandfather is, is, is he wasn't, well, I mean, I get it. His kids were grown now, but he wasn't around. Like he was, picture my life as a sitcom. He was the grandpa that only, everybody knew he was the grandpa on the show, but he only came around on like holiday episodes. That was my granddad. Like 4th of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving. He'd always come around and he would like hit on my grandpa and then fall asleep. Um, so, but I wish that me and him were, like he just came around more instead of for special episodes. I really, 
felt like he had I had to hear most of his stories uh after he passed you know so uh so I like I don't I don't want that I don't want to be that granddad you know I'm, I'm not too intrusive but I'm around I want to I, I don't know I don't know so I and I'm already unconventional as a dad uh and that's and I, I, I love it I love the fact that you know uh, what they my kids feel like they can't get away with <laughs> they wait till they get around me and guess what they get away with it <laughs> um so uh and, and it reminds me the sneakiness of them reminds me of how i used to be sneaky so that's pretty cool um my oldest uh she is just rushing to grow up and we talked the other and i said honey i like sweetie there is nothing nothing as an adult this fun other than freedom <laughs> that's it and she was like oh no and i'm like you're damn right you know because you're awesome um she's like yeah because she she just she has my mindset where she just wants to love life that's that's it that's she wants to dance uh work out and do her thing and love life like her dad and i'm like that's pretty dope it, things where i don't i don't i don't i am that parent to tell my kids that santa claus isn't real but i still want to have a childhood like we can do without the santa thing. i'm sorry i pay for these i work hard for this this is from me <laughs> so period but uh, you know, we can go like you want eat a tub of ice cream. We're gonna eat a tub. Like we're gonna go to theme parks. We're going to uh, hide and make believe and play fight. And we're gonna be a kid. Like you're gonna be a kid. I'm gonna let you be a kid. But I'm not gonna let the world push over you. The strongest. I always tell my kids the strongest, strongest weapon you have against the outside world is you whether that's through knowledge or physicality. I, I, I've said it once, I'm going to say it again. I have wined and dined with kings and queens and I have slept in the alleys and dined on pork and dusty roads. Um, and to be on both sides of life, uh, partying with the upper echelon to uh, just chilling in the hood. <laughs> just chilling in the hood. It, I, I never let where I came from find. I am a product of public housing and public schools. What I do in this world does, and what I do in my life does, and what I do in my life is be unapologetically me. I am very respectful, yet don't play with me. I am very sweet, yet take my kindness for weakness. Um, because one thing I learned, if you're going to be nice, if you're going to be humble, 
you're going to be positive all the time. Know how to protect and defend yourself, your bubble, and the people you love near and dear. Because while that hippie persona and that positive persona is who you are, it's no reason for anyone to try to throw you any type of negative energy. So, and the world will throw you. Uh, life was going to throw you those curveballs, but it's again, you had the training and you like don't, and that, and because that's the biggest misconception, uh, a holes have like, oh, he's a gal, whatever, 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 and they all of a sudden just start, you know, crossing boundaries that, that shouldn't be crossed. Um, and it, and it turns sometimes, I, cause I've seen positivity die. I've seen the positivity in a person. Don't let that, don't let this world suck the jelly out of your donut. Don't let it drink the milk out of your cereal. Don't let it put the thumbtack in your at all strength while yes it is crucial to have not um uh, no, sorry it's crucial to have not just in the physical but in the mental as well sometimes you have to understand that it doesn't matter if the next person is stronger than you mentally, if they have more mental strength than you. you, because what they eat don't make you shit, <laughs> and your bill doesn't come out of their account. So it's best to just tend to your own, your own bubble, your own life. Bury up them because it's the the minute the minute you look over and you see something uh nicer shinier over there somebody has stolen out of your garden rabbits have eaten all of your carrots pesticide has killed everything like because you're too busy seeing who like the next person what the next person has going on and it's not Trust me, <laughs> everything that everything that glitter ain't gold, and you can still you can polish shit all day. Or like you can polish your turd all day, and it still be shit. So, but if you tend into your own, you tend to your own roses, your own cabbage, greens, whatever you're growing in that beautiful garden. If you tend to it, it's going to flourish, going to grow. It's going to mature. It's all of that. The bees are going to come and pollinate. The birds are going to come to your bird uh, bath thing you have over in the corner. Your garden is the place to be. Butterflies are here. Lightning bugs at night. <laughs> like you, your garden is going to be awesome. And no matter what, 
it's not about what others think of your garden. It's about what you think of your garden. If your garden to you is a masterpiece amongst other gardens, damn it, that's right. It doesn't even matter if you got dead grass and a tire swing. If that's what you wanted, and, and damn it, that's a beautiful garden. I never got why people uh, felt validated to get compliments on uh, their gardens or their uh, uh Decorate, well, decorations, that's different. You, that means you're putting yourself out there. <laughs> to be, you want to be judged by others, so that's different. But uh, something like the way you dress or the, who are you impressing? What red? First of all, even if I was famous, I'm going to wear what I was wearing in a house on a red carpet anyway. Why do I have to spend $7,000 on a suit? That makes no sense to me. Now, if you ask me to wear it for free, I don't care. I, sure, just... Give me a Reese's Fast Break and some Arizona mango tea. You got yourself a deal, buddy. But if I'm not about to splurge <clears throat> to get an award, no, that's not my thing. Uh, um, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it's it's not going to. It's it's, it's not my thing. I I I don't like. I I would dress up if I felt like dressing up. I'm grown and I'm not incarcerated so I can do what I want when I want whenever I want with nobody telling me what to do how to do it and anything else I've I've drunk my milk I've ate my vegetables I've ate my vitamins I said some prayers um but I I I'm going to live life my life my way I don't care or what others say I don't care what tradition is I don't care what was done before me and this is not to disrespect or like uh shit on anyone's uh accomplishments no 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 if you want to give me a pointer or two uh you know because obviously you're successful in whatever field that we're in together if you want to give me a pointer or two that is great i will listen obviously because you made it there you know thank you for your blueprint i appreciate that but I want to take your blueprint, use it as a template, and make it better. That's what you're supposed to do. Period. You suppose this is why I always say tradition is a fickle thing. If you want to be traditional, then just paint yourself black and white. There you go. But if you like no one, and I mean no one, has ever made history being traditional they call it making history and setting precedents because precedents you know what i'm saying and setting that bar because no one has ever done it i am not walking in no one's footsteps i am going to make my own and for the the simple fact of just having uh for and a simple fact for just like i said it's nothing wrong with knowing your history and where you come from but if the if the recipe needs a tweak tweak it i don't give a damn if it's been in the family for seven years so what okay ingredients change <laughs> things change okay now it needs this now it needs that so point blank period 
So if you want to stick to tradition, fine. That's awesome. But just know you want to be the exact same place, the exact same time, the exact same way next year and the year after that and the year after that. Why would you expect anything to change? <laughs> like that's insanity. That's insanity. Like doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and expecting a change. That's insanity. That's the that's the equivalent of insanity. Like yes, we have Christmas, Thanksgiving, and whatever. We have our holidays every year. But guess what? New sweaters, new gifts I asked for. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the same theme, but hey, we can rock it out. I love having a rocking high. I want to next year. I want a, a rocking Hawaiian Christmas, and I want everybody to wear grass uh, skirts. Have my tiki torch. I am so serious. I and I'm only inviting fifteen, and I, I want a, a rocking Hawaiian Christmas. I am going to set that up. Um, but yeah. Uh, just just try to break away from the norm. Trust me, you'll find out it's more fun over there. <laughs> it's more fun. Um, and on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me uh, during this talk. I like this because I got to remind you. And it was beautiful. I'm going to cherish this a lot and be safe. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay savage.